Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the quantum realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And welcome, everyone. This is another episode of QCTV, Quantum Conversations, where we always take the conversation to the highest perspective. My guest today is Quantum Access creator, Meg Benedicte, who actually creates this beautiful technique from ancient wisdom that literally dematerializes the molecules of emotion that is locked in our bodies. We're going to talk about living in 5D as we continue this conversation with Meg Benedicte. Meg, thank you again for being here. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Thanks, Lauren. It's always a joy to connect with you. Yes, especially here in this very potent window. We are in, uh, it seems like every time we meet, there's always this energy going on. But what's going on now on a general perspective? What are you finding your clients are coming up with as a current theme? This year's been pretty intense. It's been a lot of clearing and and up-leveling. Up and so as I even actually had a clearing yesterday just from the 11-11 gate we just went through. So it just is kind of pushing up to the surface. I call it kind of like the, the dross is rising, you know, the oil on water is just getting pushed up. And it, it is a lot of... Uh, it could be, tra- like you said, emotional trauma. It can also be old patterning from either the birth family or even the collective or past life. So it can come in a couple ways. But it, it's really just whatever is out of balance and kind of holding you back in your progress. So that would, you know, that can show up in all kinds of ways. So basically, consciousness or patterning that's sabotaging our our progress. So I'm finding that in client session as well, you know, any kind of like kind of a opposition force, you know, kind of pushing back on you, or it could be even like energy walls where we're, we're getting stopped, you know, we want to keep moving forward and advancing and we feel like we kind of hit the wall a little bit. And, and these are old and these just have to come out. And, and I think what's happening as we go through all of these powerful gateways through the year each one is a frequency threshold that we kind of pass through and it, you know, kind of mixes everything up and pops stuff out that isn't able to hold anymore. It doesn't resonate. It can't be in that higher vibration. And so it, it's uh, been rather physical, I think, this year for people. And people are, you know, you know, really showing up like the, this. We're getting down at, at the cellular level now. We're really clearing uh, uh, programming and consciousness and density and trauma literally out of the out of the body out of the out of the cells, whereas in the earlier years when we started, you know, we're kind of working our way down through through the the vibration. So we first started just awakening to our soul essence, right? So we were kind of working more with our spiritual body, where and then we began to move into where is there inner interference in the mind, and then now we get into the emotional trauma. Okay, now we're also now in the physical. So we worked our way down we're at kind of uh, ground level at this point which I think is very exciting because we're getting close right we're now literally in a way 
healing and clearing the cellular makeup because we're converting from carbon to crystal. So you're actually starting to, in, in, you know, embody and metabolize crystalline light more and more into the body. body can start to handle it more. Whereas when we were very low, vibe, dense, forget it, <laughs> which is why it would wipe me out for like a week. <laughs> if I would just try to pull some light in, you know, I'm like, oh, I can't handle this. We wiped out for a week. Now you're, I, and, I, and I see everybody, and this is probably, you know, 15 years ago. Now everybody seems to be doing pretty well. Yes, we feel it. Yes, we are purging. You know, you might have the hot flashes and all that going on, but it's, you're able to kind of still function. It's not where you're like wiped out for a week. So that's, that's the, the good news. And then we're going towards this amazing year, powerful year, probably volatile year of 2020. And so the astrology is is quite substantial, and it's kind of rocking all of the establishment and the institutions and, you know, just kind of this old, outdated system we've all been living in. I call it the 3D system, right? We're starting to see where it's unsustainable. And and so it's, it's probably on its last leg, and 2020 is probably going to pull that leg out from under it. And so we could see more uh, just stopping, you know, companies just stopping and, and policies just stopping. So I think that's good news, too, where it's just no longer like whatever happened is the consciousness shifted enough where – they're like, why are we even doing it this way? You know, let's do it better. Like, come on. And so we're starting to see, and I'm, I'm kind of of the, of the mindset, let's not, let's not put our energy into kind of these Armageddon timelines where it just has to be total destruction. I'm a reformer. I'm like, let's get in and get inside and, you know, build it from the inside out. Like, let's reform it. We don't have to go literally destroy it all and start from scratch. So that's just kind of the way I view it and kind of put my energy into it as a reformer and, 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 a, and, a, and a new earther. And so if, um, you know, if people, if people are feeling depressed or despair because they've plugged into some of these destructive uh, realities or future possible futures, I would encourage them just pull your energy from it and get back into where we literally are birthing this new world reality ourselves we you know we're not dependent on anyone else we're doing really proactive uh intentioning and visioning and and alchemy to transform this world system into a functioning system that really supports everyone instead of just the one percent <laughs> so we're in we're in it now we're in it now and we're going towards the first biggest astrological event is on January 12th, so we're just starting off 2020 with a bang. That's the Saturn-Pluto conjunction, and it's in Capricorn, so that means it's hitting into all of the institutions. It's also going to start the what we call the Pluto return of the United States. So anyone who lives in America, get ready, because this has been whatever, 200-some some years of a Pluto transit returning to Capricorn, the degrees of Capricorn at the time of the um, Declaration of Independence. So we're getting a Pluto return. And Pluto, of course, is, oh, Pluto is, yeah, Pluto is transformative. It's like the refiner's fire, right? You know, it can, can be rather um, uh, uh, sudden and shocking and these kinds of things. So that's coming in January. But before then, we have... 
I'm so looking forward to this, Lauren, because it's one of my favorite days. It's uh, December 12th, but it's actually a 12-12-12. So party time, right? So I even got uh, from my guides, like, uh, you, uh, you need to do your global activations that day on Mount Shasta. So I went and rented some space so anyone who's in the area can come and sit with us and do it. But we'll be broadcasting it as well over the uh, – yeah. Good. Also, 12 cutting, and it's a really powerful course. 12 is a master number. It's the, it's, you know, you see 12 everywhere. It's in our astrology. It is in our clocks. It's, uh, we have 12 dimensions of our universe, you know, it's, and we're trying to activate any of the dormant 12 strand DNA as well. So I'll be working with that on, on December 12th. So that's coming. It's a 12 year. If you add 2019, it's a 12. So we'll have 12, 12, 12, first one. And then we have our solstice, of course, on the 21st, just nine days later. And we have a eclipse coming on the 26th. Oh my God. So, and then we have an eclipse on January 10th. So it's just like boom, boom, boom for the next month or so of big gateways. Well, that explains why we're feeling it the way that we're feeling it and um, stepping up in the way. And boy, indeed, has this been a year of upgrades and shifts. And, you know, I want to share about the recent 11-11 gateway. We're still in it, actually, because we're in the week of it. And you said um, you felt it. For me, it came in in movement, a lot of movement, breakthrough, breakthrough energy. I don't know. What came up for me was a sense that it might be also because it's happening at the same time that we're doing a Mercury retrograde in Scorpio and that we had a Taurus, a, a full moon, and I'm a Taurus rising. So all of a sudden, what started coming up, it was actually the night before the 11th, so I was already in the gateway working with Metatron, working with the guides, and I had... Um, the fear of not feeling safe, not feeling safe in my body or in my home or in the world. And it's always been an issue for me. So this would be what I would call like a core wound. You know, we have a few of these that are probably from childhood or even past life. And that one has been one for myself. And so I really felt that kind of get loosened up in the collective while the gate was open, so this was, I think, Sunday, I was starting to feel it and had to get out in nature and really work on releasing that fear. It was just like, it's just kind of like the cells opened and let it come out. And it doesn't feel so great, but it needs to be, you know, released. So it was really a big one. So it'd be curious to see how other people, like you had the the, the movement happening, because we're so, we're all in it right now. I'd be curious to see what people are experiencing. Please share on the chat line on this YouTube video channel, or you can share it it in the Q&A box as well. Before that, though, I want to back up. I was actually in a lot. There was a lot of sadness coming up. Oh, yeah. Like just having to sit and just weep. Yeah, I had that, too. Yeah. That's it. And it was a core wound. Yeah. Absolutely was a core wound. I was just watching some movie or something, and something in the movie touched me, and I started just weeping for, like, for Gaia and for humanity. I'm thinking, oh, man, what the heck is this? But it was just, like, heartbreaking of all that has happened to our beloved planet and to our humans, you know, and our animal. I was just, oh. You know, though, with that, with, with us saying that, and I do want to share as well, 
what I experienced. Um, we can see this bigger picture. We can see where this is the push comes to shove. Yeah. It literally is like presenting a choice for humane or inhumane. And I know we've talked about that. But um, really, that push comes to shove energy is right there. And when you felt Gaia this morning, I was in my waking hours, my wee morning waking hours before I got out of bed. I literally could feel the heartbeat of Gaia. And I'm going to cry because it's such. And anybody who's watching this show is here on a mission for Gaia. Mm -hmm. So let's just take a moment and really see if we can feel Gaia. Meg, how do you tune in to Gaia? I know we're on the 5D earth grid of Gaia, so let's just take a moment. So you definitely can just focus into the, the crystalline grid, and then you can even go into the heart space of Gaia in the center, heart energy of Gaia. I think what kind of uh, triggered it, too, is seeing all of the the pictures and videos, you know, of, like, out, out of control fires, the floods, the hurricanes. And it's just like, holy cow, what is happening here? But it, it, it's, um, it's pretty serious. So, yeah, just tuning into Gaia's grid and Gaia's heart and because she is a living being and we are here in a way as her guardians and that's that's one of the reasons we're here right now i feel like it's we're we're here to be like stabilizers as all of this volatile change is happening on her on her grid and on you know on the planet yes and so if we really feel into that that we are the stabilizer mm -hmm. that really is empowering when we can anchor fully our feet onto the grid and mm -hmm. um, bring that higher dimensional light in in the face of everything, because it's getting kind of hairy. You know? and, as you're, and as you're helping it, like as you're releasing it, because I can tell it wasn't really just all my grief, you know, and, and sadness and, and fear. It was like, oh, wow, this is planetary energy, too. So as we process it, we're all supporting this transformation happening on the planet as well. They're in that collective field of all the trauma. Yes. So there's a technique that you use, the quantum access technique. It's a vortex. You've literally been working with it. Let's think. Um, I'm going to check our question line here. Um, uh, Michelle in our Zoom room, in our Zoom audience, says that she had to move a lot, too, and sleep uh, loads. Yeah. And she's working with the Pleiadians who are really helping to clear and stay centered and balanced. Good. Yes. Well, you know, the good news is once we're able to move through that or uh, recognize it and sit in it, it yeah. does lift pretty quickly. Yeah. It's not comfortable, but it does lift. Mm, that's good, right? Yeah, because I'm, I'm kind of like, okay, team, I'm not feeling my, my sweet spot, right? You know, I'm not feeling my joy, and it's just feeling really uncomfortable, <laughs> and I really want my joy back. So, all right, let's go to it and, and start uh, accelerating the transformation and healing and clearing, and because it is uncomfortable, and, and I'm not used to feeling that very much anymore. So when it shows up, you're like, whoa, oh, okay, <laughs> we got some work to do here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, others are feeling a lot of restoration energy coming now. Yes, yes, that's the 
new. To me, that's the crystalline light, like nourishing us, you know, because now we can metabolize that into the into the cell. So this is a whole new source of life force for us as that crystalline light's coming in from from source from the great central sun and. So you should feel, even if you're going through, let's say, like the the dissolution and decay of the old code or old consciousness or, you know, just emotional clearing out of the cells, it fills in pretty quick with that new energy, right, with that regenerative energy. So it's kind of like you're emptying your cup and then filling right up again with the new light energy coming in that's sourcing us and, and giving us this um total conversion that's happening in the physical body so that keeps me going too it's not where you're really kind of in that whole kind of uncomfortable void space for weeks on end anymore thank god so it's fast you you help release clear and then you immediately start filling in with the the 5d and higher energies that are coming in right now the crystalline energy is coming in yeah okay that's really cool um let's talk about Really more about tips on living in the 5D because we love this. Um, really, it's really deprogramming from the 3D yeah. and everything related to that from, oh, my gosh, even even playing with politics and all of that. What would you say? Okay, so, so you talked a little bit about this, but what do we do um, when we unhook from the 3D? We're literally feeling it, feeling it with light, right? Yeah. And they're really two operating systems, very different, very different operating systems. So you, as you start to kind of get um, uh, identifying the, how they're so different, right, then you'll be able to notice, okay, do I still have some patterning running or, or thought forms that are still in the old system? And then when you recognize it, and this could be, you know, egoic uh, patterning, um, fear or lack victim, uh, patterning and you so once you start to uh, notice it then you can immediately begin to transform it and um, just from uh, the courses I've taught in the past I I do have some comparisons I can go through real quick if you like of what is 3D and what is 5D how are they different because they are very different and then that helps you realize um, what we kind of were doing unconsciously in 3D is now not serving anybody right it's it's actually holding us into that low vibration and density uh, and and we want to we want to be able to ascend out of it so some of the differences is in the, in the 3d earth plane it's a polarized earth plane and so that means opposing energies attract so that's for every positive action you you move out into the world you get this equal negative pushback so that's polarity in its you know, finest, and that, we don't get very far with that, right? You're always having this kind of a counterforce pushing on you. When we get into 5D, that all disappears, and it's a much more of a harmonious coexistence. So you're, you're getting more into that quantum flow, and you're not hitting all these roadblocks. You're not having all this energy pushback on you. Um, also, in 3D, we are basically formed by a counterclockwise spin. It's just kind of basic physics. A counterclockwise spin compresses our energy into dense particles of matter. That's what creates the physical atoms. So when we begin to unwind that in the anticlockwise spin, 
we move into a different operating system. We're not, like everything's not just kind of locked in, magnetically held in place anymore. Now, our, how we form and how we create our reality is more of the consciousness that's running through us. So we're more fluid. This is a big improvement. Um, also, too, we, in the, in the, in the, 3D uh, system, we're pretty much only present in our lower three chakras, right? So this is the, the root, sacral, and solar plexus. These are kind of what we call our human physical chakras. And, and that means we haven't even gotten up to the heart yet. <laughs> so this is why we're doing so much clearing on kind of the lower chakras, lower human patterning and all of that, right? There's a lot of traumas held in the, the, the lower body there. So as you're healing and clearing that, then you start to open up your channel. You can literally get into your heart finally and begin to heal any wounding because there's the core wounds that are usually pretty charged in the heart. You get in and do some work there too. But what happens is as you go through, and that's kind of some significant work. And so as you are opening up and, and, and kind of liberating your energy centers, your chakra centers, you begin to open up and you have the, the capacity to go to all 12 chakras if you choose. So this is, again, a complete uh, revamping of how we work with our energy and hold our energy, and we get that heart really open and pulsing with love, pulsing with light. I know when I first started, my heart was really compressed, and I had, like, body armor, you know, trying to protect my little heart, right? And But the problem is, is then you're not receiving any energy, right? You're all blocked up. So you're not getting the good stuff either. You're not feeling the joy. You're just numb. So as you get into the heart, you begin to uh, heal and release all of where you've kind of been guarding yourself. Uh, and that opens you to the fifth dimension. The fifth dimension, we enter through our heart center. We enter through our love vibration in the heart. So this is a big step for all of us. And also too, in, in 3D, it's it's um it's kind of like a feeding frenzy. Everybody's field is open. Everybody's enmeshing with each other. Everyone's feeding on each other's energy, and so there's no healthy boundaries in place. And so that also is a great benefit of the fifth dimension and higher. We begin to kind of feel where our energy is, and we're able to you know hold. Um, I call it like a container of light. You know, and you're, you're actually developing a very sacred vessel for the soul to come in and embody in. But in 3D, forget it. Everybody is draining each other of energies, and there's no privacy. And I found I wasn't even really allowed to say no to people who were violating my energies. So this was all something I had to learn to uh, as an adult, I had to learn how to say, no, that's not comfortable. Don't do that. This is my energy. This is my space. I'm not here to source you. You know, everybody is learning how to uh, get very uh, present and source themselves. And this this takes me to uh, a policy that I think is new to some. It's called the universal law of sovereignty. And, and we're not honoring that in 3D. If we're all in this codependent matrix and we're all violating each other's space. And so I just wanted to share some, some, uh, kind of some bullet points from some of my training around sovereignty, especially if this is new to people, because we have to, we have to live in a 
a respectful honoring space with each other now. So it's kind of like we're beginning to kind of identify, okay, this is where my energy is and this is where their energy is, right? You begin to have a sense of that. So you're not pushing your energy into others or you're not allowing others to push in to your own field. And so this is is a divine principle it's called the universal law of sovereignty and when we begin to just kind of take self-responsibility to source our own life force and and really connect to spirit ourselves instead of through a guru or whoever else you're trying to do it through right now you're like going oh wait a minute i have the capacity to do this myself i need to do this myself so we start to become really uh, self-responsible and self-sustaining which are 5d principles and higher this is not doesn't exist in 3d and so by doing this then you're you're able to um no longer uh invade other people's space and part of the problem that we've been seeing happening is even spiritual teachers and healers are inserting energy in their clients like they're putting in uh codes and systems in their clients energy fields and so these are called like inserts or implants and um non-resonant coding and and spells this is this is this has got to stop we have to i can't tell you over the last 15 years how many of the current teachers and healers codes and systems i've had to pull out of my clients because it's it's um think of it like you know i i believe that uh divine source creator really designed us with everything that we need to flourish and to uh support our soul purpose and destiny and to be able to ascend and so when someone's putting in their code it's like you know it 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 messes everything up it's really especially for crystal souls and embodied angels it's uh, i have found it to be really very um uh destructive. So this is again just honoring that we don't insert energy in others. We don't and and, and even if they think that this is, you know, of the highest good, it's still inserting. So I'm I'm just kind of raising this uh, awareness for people so that we all are really honoring I mean, you guys are designed with your own crystalline code and your own soul blueprint. Everything is there in in place. It may be dormant, which is why we're bringing in all this light, right? Because you bring in God light, you bring in that crystalline light, it starts turning on what's dormant, right? It starts activating the the kind of the crystalline codes or ascension codes or whatever you want to call them, and it starts activating your light body. And that way then you keep it real pure, you keep it clean, and you keep it fully operational. And so this is, this is again, just one of the principles of 5D and higher that we're all learning. It's new, I think, to all of us. And so we're all just finally beginning to understand, oh, okay, there's, there's, um, there's a nuance to this, right? It's, 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 uh, we're in this kind of primordial soup that we all live in. And so it's learning how to navigate that without um, getting messy with our energy, if that makes sense. <laughs> Yes, getting messy with our energy. Oh, my gosh. And so this is where we are impeccable with our energy. So, you know, um, as we do this work and we come to understand how we operate as we move away from that 3D, -hmm. it's really interesting to see how much our beliefs really do limit us. Yeah. Um, And so, I mean, that's kind of an esoteric statement there. But we can begin to see that even more and more. So I wanted to share that um, lots of people, uh, more comments coming in about this grief 
and the grief that was coming up. So I just think that that correlates, that we're all here at these gateways. You know, we think, ooh, good downloads. Mm -hmm. But to be surprised by the grief, I mean, literally walking around sobbing and feeling that in the body, it was such a, ooh, I don't even want to go back into it. Yeah, I know. Um, And so for me, and I wonder if you realize this or feel it as well, and others may, you mentioned the ego. When we divine, when we surrender to the divine, the divine will, and we surrender the ego, <laughs> watch out because that ego can come back and have a heyday and, yeah. and, and create pity parties and all of it. Yes, yes. And that ego, I mean, it's called our shadow work. It's, you know, we can't skip that step. That ego has an agenda, right? And it's trying to dominate and control the life and make all the life choices and decisions. And they're usually not very good decisions because they're not coming from our, you know, they're not aligned with our soul blueprint. They're not aligned with our soul of purpose, right? They're really just to satisfy this insatiable ego person that is just kind of wreaking havoc on our lives. And so this is where um, I I just started to kind of, you, you kind of start to go into observer consciousness and watch what's showing up, what's triggering you, right? Where are you getting some kind of charged emotional reaction? Well, that's a good sign that there's some kind of an ego trigger point inside that needs to be transformed. It needs to be neutralized. It needs to be healed. It needs to be released. It needs to be cleared. And as you go through this process and you're, you know, you're kind of peeling the layers of the onion, you're getting down to all these like ego, ego and beliefs and uh, kind of that almost rigidity in the body where the ego is just like, no, I'm doing it my way. You're like, oh my God, this monster's inside me. And what I had to learn was is to give it love, give it compassion, give it light instead of trying to destroy it. Like, just like make peace with this aspect and tell it, I'm going to ascend with you and I'm bringing it into the light with me. And that has saved the day for me. It's it just... Um, I even literally would look in the chakra channel and see that dark presence in there. I'm like, oh, no, 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 you don't get to run my chakra pillar, right? And so I would help move it, like, behind me into the field, into the light in the field. And it just started dissolving its rigidity and its control and its rage and all of that, right? You know, it just starts softening it and, and dissolving it, and it's quieter now I don't hear it like it used to it's not bothering me like it used to but I also feel you can't really pull that ego domination out without getting the soul in it's it's got to happen together otherwise you'll go into kind of a voice space where you aren't even really present or functioning so you you work with both you keep bringing in more soul presence so 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 essence so wisdom and you transform that shadow into the light and it's it's very effective and it does work so that it gets quieter and quieter. You're not feeling, you're able to hear the soul guidance. You're able to feel the soul in the heart and follow where it's pulling you, where it's guiding you. And you don't have this crazy monkey mind just, you know, trying to get in the way with all that, right? Everything. Now, of course, I, I'm a big proponent of meditation. I don't think we can really skip meditation because we need to quiet that monkey mind. So it's, it is a, it is a step to mastering the mental body and the emotional body is just getting into zero point, getting into that quiet stillness. And, and then 
it it doesn't actually the ego doesn't exist in the now moment. If anyone has read Eckhart Tolle's books, which I just am a big fan of, you know, he was able to really articulate that the ego only exists in um obsessing on the past or expectations in the future. But when you come into that quiet zero point of the now, it's gone. So it's really pretty fascinating to watch how we work with this part of ourselves. I think some people uh, believe it is actually a very important part of us. I don't kind of follow that. I think it's actually a shadow persona that's an output of living in the 3D matrix. I don't think it, it really is me. It's, it's shadow. Okay, that's a really good perspective. And I love how you embraced it and and bring it into the light, give it yeah. light. So and it's not fighting you all the time, right? You're actually including it. The other thing I had to do, Loran, too, is as I was getting information coming down the channel into the crown, into the um, into my inner mind, I found the ego was trying to, like, insert right there, right, at our connection up to our higher self. And it would, like, get in there, like, analyze, what is all this? What's coming in? Blah, blah, blah. But it would stop the flow. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, no, no, no. You can't be doing that either. So I had to kind of, again, repattern, just like we're talking. We unlearn old habits. We bring in some new patterning. And I said, you can go all the way to the end where we receive this transmission and we get all that energy in, and then you'll be able to understand what it is. But if you go in and intercept it, you're screwing everybody, so stop it. <laughs> like, you kind of stop that. So move it to the receiver end so it's still included, but it's not interfering. Yes. And and the shadow, you know, um, from the outset, when we hear the word ego, we think, oh, we're stuck up or conceited. But it's really so much deeper than that. It's kind of the reverse side of that. Yes, it can be that way, but it's also the, the lack or the who, who are you to do something like this. And, you know, in the new creations that I'm bringing forth as well, I've literally, literally watched my ego sabotage me for years. Years And so it's really interesting to be um, working through it. And even just this past two weeks, working through this gateway, saying, okay, I will surrender to divine will. But then I was given a test and it's like, really? Okay. So it's just a time to be really um, delicate with ourselves. Yeah. as we go through this, right? So well, I think you hit on it, too, because the ego is, in a way, it's to me, it's a, a shadow uh, uh, persona of living in 3D polarity. So actually, it's kind of two sides of the coin, right? It's very grandiose, like you said, and, and, and bragging and all of that. But then it also has a flip side where it's very insecure and inferior and less than. And so it's flipping like that all the time inside you, right? You can literally do it in a minute, right? You're all of a sudden, you're feeling very victimized, and then you get all pissed, and now you want to go get revenge, and now you're the predator, you're the persecutor, right? And it's, I watch this all the time. And and so we have to heal that polarity wherever it's active within us. And so to heal polarity, in a way, you're thinking like you're taking these two very opposite extreme energies, and you unite them where they overlap and blend, and then the, that polarity pops. 
and now they're not active. They neutralize, and it really works. So this is um, something I've done, and, and you can use the infinity figure eight to do that. Like, think of it, let's say I'm greater than, these are the two egoic polarities, and you run the infinity around those two extreme energies, and they move that energy to the center point, and they merge, and the polarity pops. It's pretty fascinating. So if anyone feels like they're doing that really kind of extreme swing, lock on to the two extreme energies and see what you can do to neutralize that so that you're basically just living in calm and peace and you don't have that thing going anymore. Yes, that's a very good tip. Thank you for that. Yes, okay. You know, um, I could go on there, but I want to give, give you the chance to work with us here because as we um, – you know, as we, we, we work with our own crystalline codes and awaken them and bring this light in, yeah. the technique that you use is fascinating and very profound and powerful as we do that. So let's do something where we can work with the zero point okay. and um, guide us for a few minutes here. So this is this has come through to me from my past lives and and, and working very closely with uh, Archangel Metatron. So this is Metatron modality, and it's working with sacred geometry and working with Metatron's cube. If um, if you're not familiar with Metatron's cube, I actually have it on my wall, so I will flip over here. There's Metatron's cube, and it's made up of uh, outer six circles, inner six circles, and a center of thirteen circles. So there again, we're seeing the twelve, the twelve circles. And it's linked to the 12 harmonic tones of our universe, the 12 dimensions of our universe. And when we work with it, it's uh, doing lots of wonderful things. So let's start with just imagining Metatron's cube uh, in the grounding under your feet. So um, let me just call an Archangel Metatron, and he'll insert this in your grounding. So we're going to step into the center 13th circle. And what happens is we begin to give our energy to it, and those 12 circles start to rise up. It's 12 pillars of light up and around the body and the aura. And, okay, here we go. It's just starting to activate it. And they work like tuning first. So they're starting to tone with the 12 feet harmonics of our universe, and that begins to rotate them. And so this is the anticlockwise spin, so it's right to front, to left, to back. So it's moving around the body and the aura. This is a feminine spin, so it actually radiates our energy outwards, so we, our field starts to expand. And as we get this going, spinning up faster, so I'm just going to focus with all of you, spin it up faster and faster, it begins to unlock time barriers. There we go, opening everything out to the quantum level. All right, that's it. We're in, and that lets us get inside into our etheric body. So we're focusing inwards now to your chakra channel. So we'll go start at the root there, at the base pelvic floor there. And we're going to now use an inward anticlockwise spiral and start at the root, and we'll spiral up. And this is what I was talking about earlier, opening our chakras, getting all that trauma and density. So as you're spiraling all the way up, we're going to command to... Uh, spin out, flush out, clear out, trauma and density, and there we go, starting to rise. Whew. And we're going to go up through the physical chakras and then into the five above the head. So there's 12 total. So we go up, up, up to the top, to the 12. Whew, there we go. And as we get up into these higher dimensional realms, this is where we meet up with our higher self at the top. 
top 12 chakra. And so I always see it as a beautiful light being. This is your God self, your higher self. So you can make a heart to heart bond because uh, we've lost our connection. So this is where we're developing this bond, heart to heart bond with our divine soul presence, our higher self. And there we go. Really reuniting with our divine God self. And now we're going to bring the soul energy back down into the body. So that we went up. Now we're going to reverse and come back down. But we're still spinning. The vortex always goes down anti-clockwise. So now imagine that your channel is this open receiver and you're breathing down and in soul energy. And it's coming in as soul golden light and your soul sound waves, your tones, your harmonics. Woo, there we go. Just start sliding down the channel and then filling into all your chakras, taking it down to the root at the base there. Ooh, just opening and receiving in. So light, so love, so essence, so consciousness. Ah, lovely. And as it's filling in, it also lets go fill that heart center because this is where we want our hearts to open to the fifth dimension and higher. So just filling, and it can be even beyond the edge of your body. Big heart chakra, heart center, full of love. So you're bringing in your soul's love, soul's light, soul presence into the heart. Whew. There you go, filling in. And it may even start to feel like it's, it's expanding into like a big sun in your chest hairs, in your core, even beyond the body, like radiating your soul light through the body and the field. Ah, beautiful. So that's how we are working on filling and reuniting with our soul essence. The other thing we want to do is neutralize these polarities, as I mentioned. So let's, let's do it real quick. So we use the infinity figure eight looping, and we'll run it horizontally at the heart. Left, right, right, left, just looping back and forth. And let's go focus on the center of the infinity because that's zero-point energy. It's still, it's neutral. There's no gravity there. It's called no magnetics. So it's, there we go. Everybody just focusing right into the center. And then we can bring our energy into that zero-point at the center. So if you are feeling any kind of a polarity running, like we mentioned, um, inferiority and superiority, uh, there's victim, uh, persecutor, those are the two we mentioned, anything else you might be feeling extreme energies, let's have the infinity start to pull them to merge and unite in the center point, zero point. There we go, they begin to merge and overlap and it just starts to pop that polarized charge and we release it out and we spin out all negative polarized charge up and out of the physical body, emotional body, mental body and it just lifts and the vortex sends it up to source light. Ooh, that was a good release. Especially if you had any of this emotional grief or fear or, or lack get triggered in the gateway. Just again, run the diamond light, crystal diamond light down from your crown and through the body. Like you're kind of under a shower of it. We're just going to wash through, flush through, and help lift up and out any of that pain or suffering and trauma. There we go. Good. Yeah, everybody's releasing. So we're just helping that spin out, lift out, back to source light. Ooh, getting lighter inside, getting freer. Ooh, that's good. 
so that the heart starts to open with the love. It's not feeling contracted and heavy anymore. The heart can really start to pick up more of your soul pulse and rhythm and vibration in your heart center. That's it. That's you. That's the divine you. That's your essence. That's your consciousness. That's what's guiding us in our lives. That's what's pulling us into the fifth dimensional earth plane. Ooh, we're still releasing. So, yeah, anything you're feeling ready to go, anything that's been out of balance, any of these polarized energies, any of the emotional trauma, here comes another wave. Ooh, and we just flush it with the light and release it out, bless it, send it back to source. Ooh, that's good. We're getting lighter. And it's like we become these pillars of light, these brilliant shimmering crystalline pillars of light where we're all anchoring to the crystal grid of Gaia all around the world. It's like a, a frequency generators. We're just pulsing and vibrating and radiating crystalline light, divine light, all around the planet into Gaia's collective field. Yes, this is how we are supporting Gaia's ascension. This is how we're fulfilling our soul purpose and destiny. Where when we run that zero point infinity, we're stable now. We're not polarized. We're stabilizing the collective field. And we're radiating love into the collective field, radiating this divine light into the collective field to transmute Gaia's trauma and pain and grief. Yeah, so, wow, I felt that ripple all around the planet. Woo! So this is where we're showing up. We're living it, we're being it, and we're supporting the planetary ascension. Go oh, and supporting each other. We're starting to move into unity consciousness, which is how the fifth dimension operates. Yes. And as that is taking hold, uh, you may feel everything starting to settle in, integrate in. So we cleared, kind of emptied the cup of the, the pain and trauma, and now we're filling our vessel with our soul essence, soul presence, and with this brilliant crystalline light. And just let it fill in and nourish you, regenerate you creating new healthy cells, regenerating the health of the body, giving you more kundalini life force, more vitality and energy. And the feet are locking it beautifully onto the crystal grid on your platform there. Ooh. And there we go. Is that starting to ground in and anchor in? Integrate with us. Ooh. That completes our quick activation for today and so it is and so it is feeling very light there and recharged yeah. and refreshed mm -hmm. and very neutral it's really calm so for those who were uh, feeling Gaia's pain what a powerful tool to really help remove Gaia's pain as well right Mm -hmm. right. All right. So wonderful. We love that exercise. And in just a few moments, notice that effect. 
I want to share a comment from James. James on our YouTube channel comments that your meditation really helped. All he could think of to do when his dad suddenly passed oh. was to do this meditation. Oh, that touches my heart. Thank you, James, for sharing that. Oh. Yes, he's talked with you on your global meditations, too. Oh. Yeah, I know. These are – I just um, – had some trauma in in my family, close family friend circle, just yesterday, and so um, just important tools to use to move us through that energy and fill it with light, fill our bodies with light to radiate this light and to pulse our soul's essence. Mm -hmm. Said there, okay. Yeah, because it doesn't have to get stuck. We can just keep it in motion. You know, emotion, energy, and motion. Just keep it moving. We acknowledge it, we feel it, we honor it, and then we release it. And the flip side, the, the, the outside of this is this liberation into new inspiration that comes forth. Yeah. Um, it would be interesting to hear from those who have reported the grief, right, and the feeling. Others did report what you felt, this fear, this insecurity, this uncertainty, right? But then this is where... It's it's one of the ultimate tests for us. Can we step in and and take care of ourselves and and lift ourselves up out of it? So right. beautiful. Because I think our inner instinct is kind of like we want to split out of it, right? Because it's so uncomfortable. I'm just like, oh, ew, I don't like this. Help me, you know. <laughs> and and we want to just kind of avoid it or numb ourselves. And but if we have a quick tool like this, this tool. What a couple minutes? I mean, this isn't like laborious, right? You get in, you be with present with that energy, and then you can transform it quickly, and it, and then you're back to your happy space again. Yes, a very happy space, a 5D space. Yeah, the heart. This is all through the heart, yeah. and um, so you you've got a whole program on tips of 5D living, yeah. and in this program we've only had a few moments to talk about some of these aspects but you go much much deeper the program yeah. that you have and that is a special offer and I want to say that your special offer for anyone who purchases that they're going to get into today's after party on our QCTV Zoom channel. So join us for that. But Meg, um, I'm going to put the image up here on the screen so people okay. can see where to go to find that. Um, Tell us more about what's in this beautiful package. So this is a, this is a, just kind of based on my own experience of moving into the fifth dimensional field and working with clients. Uh, I first started entering the fifth dimensional field probably around 2008, 2009, and I couldn't hold in it very long because it was like so high vibe. And then I would, you know, clear some more and be able to get a little bit more of myself in. So it's pulled from all of that years of uh, experiencing this and so the first it's broken into five modules and each module has uh, a training uh, workbook lots of information and a video of going through the, the information and, and, the, and, the, and the material and then there is an activation for each of the five modules and the first one is similar to what we were talking about a little bit earlier. I call it energy etiquette, but it's really learning how to con contain your energy, identify where you may be in this kind of parasitic feeding of each other, and start to get out of that system and begin to uh, really be present more and more in the now moment and 
uh, eliminating these polarities and really beginning to fuel your energy, this crystalline light from, from source. Uh, the second module is learning non-attachment because we've gotten into this 3D program that's all governed and controlled and dominated by the ego persona. We need to, this is where we're now unlearning and we're removing bad habits and, and so this is where we're dealing with the victim, the victim mentality and also uh, removing codependencies, learning not to give your power away or letting others enter your field and drain your life force and really getting rid of that victim persecutor polarity. Um, so that's the second one. Really, when we talk about non-attachment, this is where we learn how to really follow more of the divine will and the divine blueprint and putting our energy into that and focusing our intentions on that. And then we just have to let go and allow the universe to respond to what we're magnetizing. So it's a, it's a bit of a, that we're letting go of controlling everything and we're starting to live more in non-attachment. The third module is about cleaning up the mental body. Cause this of course I feel is where most of the, 3D matrix has messed with us is, is, of course, the ego mind, and then all of this programming that's lack and fear and doubt and um, victim. This is, these are some of the big um, mental programs we have to clear out. And as we do that, then we start to quiet that ego mind, right? We start to get out of all that chatter and begin to uh, open up our pineal crystal antenna, being able to get this connection at the crown, you know, up to the higher self and start uh, really opening your direct channel to soul guidance. And that's through more of the mental body. And then this module four is of the emotional body. Uh, just so we did a little, little quick uh, uh, activation on that, releasing the toxic emotions, switching from ego control to being the observer, observing everything in the field and what's around you that you're attracting in and start to change up what these patterns and also working on the triggers, you know, these, these emotional triggers, we just, we're unconscious and we start, you know, just reacting crazy. And it's like, okay, we don't want any of this chaos in our lives anymore. We want to come back to inner balance. And so this is, again, working with the feedback loop of the holographic universe of what we're attracting is what we want to actually heal and clear in our field um, and working in the emotional body. And then finally, the fifth dimension is, I mean, <laughs> fifth dimension, the fifth module is getting into fifth dimensional relationships, because as we start to transform ourselves and our, and our operating system, we're moving away from karmic relationships and into soul to soul connection and where we now are not two halves trying to fill each other. We're two whole beings, sovereign beings that are sharing our lives together. It's a very different way of relating. It's really about being present and responding in the now instead of just reacting and having karma uh, trigger us. So it's a very different way of living in relationship. But once we get into this kind of unity consciousness method of being in our in our relationships, this is a game changer. This is going to change the world. And this is so we all have to learn this. This is a new operating system for all of us. And I have found it to be just like night and day moving away from the old system and into this fifth dimensional system and higher. And it's an extraordinary way to live. So 
I really wanted to get this out there so people can just jump in and begin to transform their lives. Thank you so much, Meg. This new operating system, we are so ready for it. The world is ready for it. As we come upon 2020 and more people will be waking up, we are the new earth leaders. You are an extraordinary new earth leader, and this is how we do it. And I just honor everyone who is holding the new earth vision and actually uh, attaining the vibration of 5D, and it's simply through the heart. So thank you. Meg's special offer is available at AcousticHealth.com. You can go to Marketplace and see special offers. And we have a quick link. It is bit.ly, 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 slash Meg offer. And again, Meg's offer gets you into our QCTV after party. This is really our new earth community where we get to ask, we get to share, and we get to laugh with each other. So join us for just a few minutes after the uh, show today and um, ask Meg a question, if you will. So thank you for that. As we wrap up our show today, Meg, here's a question that comes in. There's actually two. Uh, and we can touch on them briefly. The first one is, uh, it goes back to what you were saying about um, the, hold on, I'll stop my share. There we go. It goes back to what you were saying about the inserts. Yeah. Kind of put some people at um, um, at, at, at um, ill of ease. So as a healer, so for the healers who are out there, how do you suggest that they don't insert energies and codes? Or how do we make sure that, when we're healing people, we leave a clear um, finish, free of imprints. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I, I uh, kind of upgraded as I was doing the healing work is I now entrain, I empath and entrain higher self to higher self. So I'm not going straight into their field, right? So this is a bit of a, it's using the right brain, kind of top down, bigger picture, able to read the field from the higher self. So I get guidance from the higher self, their higher self, of what they need. Because everybody's different, so I don't know what they need. So we just start, and their higher self is saying, all right, look at this, do this. And that way, then, I'm more of a facilitator. I'm not putting stuff into them. Okay, so that's one way to do it. If you're working, I mean, I got to the point where I had to, probably about 10 years ago, I had to stop having even, like, massage or body work because they were putting their energy into me and into my field. And I'm like, oh, and I come feeling really horrible afterwards, even though their intent was quite loving and high. It was still, they weren't yet learning how to contain their energy when they're treating somebody. So this is, of course, then we want to pick healers, teachers who are are very um, contained with their energy. They're not kind of pushing it out all over the place. So some of the kind of key things to listen for is um, I'm going to now send you these codes. Okay, well, that would be like warning bells. No, 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 let's not do that. It's more of they're facilitating the soul energy, soul light, source light, crystal light, to come in and activate the codes that are already there. So this is where we're just a facilitator. We're not um, coming in and saying, you know, my codes are better than your codes, so I'm going to put them in you. You know, so that's what you're watching for. To me, that's kind of egoic, so I I don't feel comfortable with any of that. Um, 
because you may be a Palladian and they may be a Syrian and you're putting Palladian codes and Syrians and it's like a mess, right? So that's the first thing. It's just their languaging, their intention. Um, even And, and I've, I've worked with clients where they're even trying to say, okay, I'm only letting in what resonates and that's probably a good place to start if you are working with some and I'm only letting in what's for my high skin and what resonates. But I would definitely stop working with those who feel that they somehow have to give you outside codes. That's a, that's a warning right there. Um, also, too, because I am working um, higher self to higher self, I'm not going directly in and putting energy into the, the client. The energy is coming down their channel and into their own uh, chakra pillar and into their own uh, blueprint and uh, DNA code that's already there. So that way we're just facilitating getting that, you know, turned on and operational. When I finish with a client, then I unlock. So that would be something else to make sure whoever you're working with closes the session and breaks the entrainment and, and pulls out, right? They're removing their energy. And I even after working with clients all day, at the end of the day, I go through my own personal uh, steps where I even remove my soul's holographic signature out of the session so they can completely work with their soul and their team. And I'm, I erase myself out. So that way then there's no even an imprint left. You know, they're in their own sacred space, their own sovereign energy. So it's just, this is kind of the energy etiquette we we're talking about, right? You know, it's just keep it clean, keep it re uh, really um, respectful of each other. And, and that way then you will get the most highest benefit working with someone who is following these kinds of uh, protocols. Okay, very good. Thank you. Thank you. And if um, you feel like you do have some, you can just do the little step we did and spin it out. You can command it out. You just flush yourself with the crystal light and command any presence of their energy signature out of the field. Okay. I mean, even with like chiropractors and you said massage therapists, right? They may not know. No, they don't. And so and there's esoteric teachings on, you know, when we merge with higher realm spirits, you do want to unmerge as well. So thank you for clarifying yeah. that. It really, it comes back to the universal law of sovereignty and um, our own personal power. Yeah. And, and, and really being that vessel, the container for that sacred essence mm -hmm. that we are. That's right. All right. So one more question for you. You know, when we're doing this work and we see some not so becoming, not so becoming behavior, it's really important to, as you said, be in that observation mode. Yeah. And there's a question coming in. Um, would appreciate your guidance on judgments. I notice that this is an undercurrent and I catch it and I bring awareness. So right. close with comments about our Self-judgment or judgment on that's, that's really probably uh, one of the biggest uh, signs of the ego judgments. And and so when we when we stop listening, and, and to me it's always left brain. The left brain is where the ego is kind of streaming all that chatter, and that's usually where we start to get the judgment. And it's um, but when we can get into observer, we're really just observing oh, okay that's that that's that it's it's there's no um there's no emotional 
energy in it that's making someone right or wrong at all. You're just observing, oh, you know, the sky is blue, the tree is green. You know, you're just observing what you're picking up. So those are the two differences. One is uh, egoically charged with the making someone less than. That's usually the judgment. So that's that's your tip that, oh, okay, if I'm hearing some judgment, I've got some still some shadow going in there from the ego, and let's just bring that into the light. Just take the judgment and the energy of it and how it makes you feel or hurts somebody else and just bring it into the light. You're starting to transmute it because you want to be able to be just in this kind of non- attached observer of all that's going on around you there's there's you don't have any skin in the game you're not invested in someone having to be right or wrong right it just is so observing is the first clue that's when we're getting into more of the fifth dimensional operating system just observing the other thing is there's a difference too and it may be subtle for people but there's a difference between judgment and discernment so discernment is where you're using your empath system, right? Your soul is now in your heart. So you're feeling, okay, this is my vibration. This is what resonates for me, you know? And so I'm just discerning, is it a match or not to my soul truth, to my soul vibration, my soul essence? Again, you don't even have to go into judgment. And so when I find that um, I'm not a match, I just tell people, I'm sorry, that just doesn't resonate. It's just not a match for me. There's no judgment. It's just, I'm being very honest that it doesn't resonate. And leave it at that. So it's it's just uh, learning how to discern without going into judgment. <laughs> Don't let the ego in there. <laughs> yeah, good tips on everything, on everything. Okay. Well, Meg, thank you so much for this quantum conversation on our live stream video. I just love the work that you do. I love enlightenment and the work that you're doing to really assist all of us into fully stepping on new earth. It really is your mission. You are such a extraordinary new earth leader and all of us honor you and we thank you. Okay. Thank you. So as we say goodbye, I'm going to put back on the screen here, how you can join our after party. We're going to be in this after party on zoom for a few minutes together. It's fun. It's our community. It's safe and it's very lovely and intimate. So if you'd like to join us, check this out uh, at AcousticHealth.com. You can join us there. Uh, and Meg's special offer, again, when you purchase her special offer, you get an email directly in your inbox. Now, if you have a Gmail account, go ahead and check in your promotions folder if you haven't done that because Gmail likes to tell you what messages that you want or don't. So you can go and look for that. And there's a link to join us in our Zoom um, uh, meeting that we have going on right now. So thank you, everyone. From my heart to yours, we thank you for shining your bright light and for holding your vision of new earth and for anchoring new earth through your body. It gets easier and easier, and we're almost there, and we thank you, thank you, thank you. So now it is time to dance our way to the Cosmic Heart. Namaste. Thank you.
Quantum Conversation, and thank you for dancing with us to the Cosmic Heart. As we raise our own vibrations, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all Quantum Conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe, music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.